Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, one and all. This is Baka Bites, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frank Furter, and with me today is our marvelous arachnid, Magically Average. Today will be a little bit different. We will be giving you an update on what our personal lives have been in the past uh, couple weeks, because that we been off air um along with what we've been watching in those past couple weeks but uh first a bit of news that i want to get out of the way is that um silver lobo has decided to leave bakken co on his own accord we're still friends with him we still love him it had nothing to do with how we bicker on the show it's just simply just a matter of his you know his accord his reasons i'm not going to get into them we love him we love you glad you're still listening to us hopefully maybe We'll see, but um, he may pop in here, the, uh, pop into recordings here and there, but I can't promise as to win. But uh, he will surely be missed because I love kind of just bickering and having fun with him. But um, with that out of the way, average, it's been a few weeks. Yeah, two weeks, three weeks. I don't know how many two, weeks at this point. Two weeks, I think. Two weeks. Two weeks. It'll be two weeks since posting, but I mean, it feels like three. Yeah, so, it feels like a while. What have you What have you been up to? What have you been up to the past few weeks in your life? Oh God, life stuff. Well, uh, finally moved, moved to a new house, and that has been Thank a process. God. Yeah, I know, I know. It's. I didn't realize first and foremost the process of buying a home in this current period is chaotic. It's like absolutely insane. Like I knew it was bad just based on the fact that housing, like the prices are inflated and everything like that. But like the length of time it takes from putting in an offer to closing on the home is so goddamn long. 
and it's just draining. And then you're like, oh, it's done. And then you realize you're like, oh, fuck, I have to move my stuff now. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, all the all the shit we've collected for anime, oh manga, video games, all it's, of it. It's... For those of you who are watching on the live stream currently when we're recording this, um, I have it, my background looks really nice, except for the fact that I have giant box in a corner of my picture. And there's just boxes all over my house currently. Basically, my my house is just a giant moving box of stuff. You are a box boy. Yep. But that's been taking up most of my time. And honestly, it it, it was sort of like causing a lot of like stress and anxiety that normally I don't get too often. Um, I my girlfriend who I love dearly um has is very anxious person, so I try to be like a level headed, calm person as much as possible because god knows a relationship shouldn't have two people that are anxious otherwise nothing (laughs) is ever accomplished (laughs) no never (laughs) but the uh the last few weeks leading up to like uh after closing and then moving and everything like it's it was been just a whirlwind i i even stopped making tiktoks on my own personal channel because it was just taking too much and i wasn't getting the same like gratification out of it it became more of a chore than anything and i was like i don't have time to do this so it luckily i'm in a better space now we're finally like the house is feeling more like a house but i gotta tell you it has been it it has felt like an eternity it really has and no this is not a segue into to your eternity which neither of us i think have watched no no i i We'll also echo what uh, Frank said at the beginning and say we do miss you, Lobo. Um, I will most certainly miss the regaling of an episode of To Your Eternity <laughs> because I don't think either of us could could just recap no, not an episode a of a show that fucked up and crazy. As like it went from it went from hey child and dog or wolf are traveling together to wolf now becomes child to child becomes like four different children to hey we're in a battle arena now and now it's like oh okay and, and there's I don't a even kid, know how like what his last thing like ended up with but like there's a kid walking the around as like a liquor store it, like he's just oh, a yeah, walking keg like I don't know yeah. it was just crazy but but yeah no it's been it's been chaotic but been able to at least find time here and there some reprieve to watch some shows cuz we're we're quickly approaching the end of summer season. I think we're one week yeah. away officially. I have nothing other than no, I have nothing planned this weekend. So I plan on catching up on all the shows because I am behind. Like I'm a episode behind my hero. I'm the only show I'm actually caught up on is uh that time I got reincarnated as a slime season two. Well, you were hyped about that, that for that, a while. It wasn't even that. I was like, here's the thing. Season one was so-so. Like, it was good. And then season two, part one, was like build-up central. It's like, okay, there's got to be a good payoff here. And then the beginning of part two was like more dominoes. We're going to throw more dominoes into the mix. Here you go. And now all of those dominoes are falling. And it is fucking great yeah and fucking one of the characters uh vildora i think is the name or how you pronounce it fucking bro just a bro just breaking all sorts of trademarks in this past episode and it's so fucking great like it's this dragon that's been like basically like chained away which if you've watched the show you you know uh it's basically been sealed away 
could not do anything. Slime unseals it, and like now the dragon is like a person, but still has all the dragon powers, kind of like Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid yeah. type deal. But then, like to keep him entertained and busy, like the slime makes manga for him that he remembers from like you know the real world, and like in this past episode, the dragon just pulls out everything from fucking Street Fighter to fucking Dragon Ball Z of just, like, they're in a battle, and he's like, Hadouken, Hadouken, Hadouken. <laughs> and just, like, other things, and then eventually, like, throws a Kamehameha in there. And I'm just like, this is brilliant. This is perfect. I love this. They're they're not doing the whole bleeping thing. Like, this is great. I fucking love it. <sighs> That's incredible. Uh, but, like, yeah, I've been really behind on shows. Like, I haven't watched Water Polo in probably three or four weeks, something like that. I mean, I haven't. To be fair, we can all assume that shows that a nothing, shit show. Yeah, we can assume nothing's happened and that they haven't played Water Polo and they're still trying to figure out why they fucked up their jerseys and, I don't know, some Maybe. other weird drama. I'll still be, I'll still finish it. Like, this weekend, I, I legit have nothing planned. Like, the only things that I'll probably do is catch up on anime and finish Tales of Arise, which. That has taken up, like, the the day Tales of, like, I have been so busy with just real life shit, and then Tales of Arise came out last, no, not this past Friday, but the Friday before, and it's one of my favorite, like, series, video game series out there, so I took that Friday off, I stayed up Friday, or Thursday night at midnight, or 11pm Central, which is where I'm at. And I played it from 11 p.m. to about 4.45, went to bed around 5, woke up at like 9.20. I think I got back on a little bit, maybe did some chores, played it more. Moral of the story, I fucked up my sleep schedule. (laughs) I played the initial weekend, I played about 30 hours of it. Which, the game is about a 40 to 45 hour game, so I'm nearly done with it. Yeah, that's, that's not short. No, not at all. So I've I've played a shit ton of that, but um, usually work has been like work has just been super busy for me. I've been working every day essentially from eight a.m. to about five thirty six p.m. Yep. It's, so it's been it's yeah it's been pretty hellacious recently. But there was one day, one or two days that I had very sl- like a slow day and a slow half day. So in that or like in that slow day I was able to watch all of uh Mushoko Tensei uh Jobless Reincarnation which was a show I think from last season or two seasons ago. And my friends thought that I hated it like thought I had watched episode 1 thought I hated it because of all the pervy bits in the beginning which or like hated it from the trailer I was like no that that show that I hated was actually instead uh Redo Healer like that's why I didn't watch Redo Healer because mm. it's fucked up don't watch Redo Healer um but this one I just was like eh, it's another isekai and I wrote it off fucking watch this show it's 11 episodes yeah it is the some of the best world building in a show I have seen to date like the world building is absolutely insane the last it's episode, so good. The last episode of Baka and Co. We recorded where we talked about um, uh, Akira. Uh, Sean Element mentioned Mushoko Tensei and said that it's it's hands down one of the best isekais. On a similar, yeah. I think we were talking about shows that that basically gave off the same feeling that Akira did when it came out of like just stellar beyond belief 
for like multiple like a game reasons. changer yeah like there's like so there's like many layers to the to why this is such a monumental achievement and he mentioned yeah he mentioned uh mushuko tensei and said that it's just on a whole other level um i got offended because my favorite isekai is overlord and i'm like that's it's a pretty good I still one. I have to watch that one. I still have to watch that one. It's but a fantastic, yeah, like fantastic anime. Mushoku Tensei is the only thing I've really watched from beginning to end. I did watch a bit of the new Shaman King, mm-hmm. which was okay. Like I, I enjoyed what I watched. The, I mean, I don't have too much of a connection with the original, so I can't really compare uh, apples to apples on that one. But I'm, I'm enjoying the new stuff. I think I got about three or four episodes in, and then work got hellaciously busy again. Um, I know that during the end of work, when things are like kind of just like doing monotonous, tedious work, I was watching uh, more of Yu Yu Hakusho, which I am in the first like round of the Dark Rose tournament. Which, if you you all know, I <laughs> fucking hate tournament arcs, uh, and this one's no exception. Like the only thing I'll I'll say is it's saving grace so far is that matches are about one episode of, uh, a pop, so it's like it's not terrible. But when you get to like one and a half episodes per for a fight, that's where I'm like, okay, fucking end this, yeah, please. So I've been watching that, and I'm slowly but surely catching up on Dragon Maid. Ah, uh, what else have I been watching? I'd have to look through my freaking Verve, and f- I haven't touched Funimation honestly in a while. I'd have to check Verve to see what I've been up like watching. But um, I mean. It feels like what have you what have you been watching if anything? I was gonna say well I mean I'll start by saying uh, to kind of point out sort of what you were getting at or, or and maybe I'm jumping to conclusions but I, it feels like this season compared to last there are a lot of good shows but they're not good enough to the point where like you are waiting for the episode to drop the day of. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they're like, not they're not like outstanding to where it's like I'm salivating for more. Like right. we were last season. I mean, there were multiple shows that we were just like, oh my god, we need to watch this. Yeah. We need to watch this. For you and I, it was Odd Taxi. For you and Lobo, it was Tokyo Revengers. Like, I mean, there was... which I fell off of Tokyo Revengers. Like, well, I completely. Mean, I was shocked. I was shocked when they said it was 24 episodes. I thought that's. I'm not, but. When they kept doing bold. the same form, when they kept doing the same formula, and they're like, "How are these two people are gonna meet? They don't know each other." And then it's like the one becomes like a general. It's just like, "All right, this <laughs> is just this is way too like on the nose plot wise. Like this is way too convenient. Fuck this." Yeah, like it was it was good, and then it's just kind of like rinse and repeat the same kind of formula of like, "Hey, I gotta fix this one situation." And it, I don't know. To me, I just kind of got burnt out on it. Yeah. But no, I mean, for me this season, the one show that I have consistently been watching and keeping up to date with is Aquatope on the White Sands. Just because I I can't speak more highly about how surprising it I it, the show is top to bottom from like writing, yeah. art style, the story building, the character development. Um, and it's all shoved into a slice of life, which, again, it, nothing is more satisfying than watching a slice of life, but still feeling like you're watching a very like sh- like well strung out anime. It's not just 
you know, a bunch of fluff and, and ooey gooey bullshit episode to episode, just, you know, because it is a slice of life. Like they're not, they're not playing to that type of anime. Like they're making it like an actually good, well built yeah. out anime. Cause you know, there, there are a lot of slice of life uh, speaking about one in particular, um, <laughs> looking at you 300 year, years killing slime at max my level. God. Um, that like they they play into the formula of a slice of life where it's just like fill it with a bunch of very quirky, poppy, sparkly characters, build this very magical world where little to nothing happens, and make it entertaining by having very common stereotypes and tropes come out of characters like, you know, having a festival episode, having a maid episode, having a somewhat battle-ish episode but it's really not aquatope totally flips that around and is like no we're gonna build like an actual like story and have it be fleshed out from the start and really pull you in at the beginning and then keep tugging you along each and every episode like it is just like kind of leaving you breadcrumbs like hey here's just a little bit more to keep you coming yeah yeah, it honestly like it, it this is probably not the best comparison, but in terms of like in terms of watching an anime and and being shocked at just how good it is, you know, coming in with maybe like not the biggest expectations, but being overwhelmed by like just how impressed you are, it kind of gives me the vibes of um and I always mispronounce the name of this, so apologies to all the people that are going to be like, "You're just not you pronounce it," but it's the Chunibyo Chunibyo love and other delusions oh god yeah i watched the first i think season of that and it was interesting but it was okay yeah. it was funny at times but then it was kind of like a little more rinse and repeat but it was like it was a little frustrating with some of the characters of that show but yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a good show like yeah the, some of the characters and 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 the the different plot lines they build between different characters like i, I can see that but it, in terms of it like being a slice of life because I guess you, you would characterize it as a slice of life. It definitely doesn't play into those stereotypes of what you would imagine a slice of life being. And it, it does a really good job with the story building because there's all these different like layers to the characters that you're slowly uncovering. And they're not like very obvious. You know, they're not like the Will Does. It's, like, yeah. it's, a, it's really deep sort of character building that is kind of surprising and I, you get that same exact vibe with Aquatope, but factoring in the setting, the just overall composition of the story and everything that surrounds it in terms of like the music and the art style, like it is just so beautiful. And I, and it is the one show that I'm consistently keeping up with. Um, I will say though, that I have been watching fairly regularly all of my other shows which include uh great jahi or michio nissan which is still absolutely fucking hilarious if you haven't watched it at least go watch episode one because it's incredible um remake our life which is crazy it's it's a very it, it, i'm, I'm kind of torn with remake our life because it it's going too deep into this concept of like alternate universes and alternate realities with no explanation as to how it's happening. 
to give you like the quickest rundown possible on the show, basically, and I talked about it on previous episodes, but for all of you new to listening to our show, first off, welcome. But uh, <laughs> Remake Our Life is about a guy who worked at a small gaming company, but was in the business side of things, got fired, met up with a higher up at the larger gaming company, went into her squad. Their squad got axed because they were shutting down the game. So in the span of like, you know, three months, he gets kicked from two different jobs and basically goes through this sort of mental state of like, well, what if I, instead of going to business school, what if I actually did what I'm passionate about and went into art and gaming exclusively and not just sort of entered into the gaming world from the back end? Well, he wakes up the next morning, he's 10 years back, and he gets the opportunity again to decide if he's going to go to business school or art school. And obviously this time he goes to art school, goes through this whole process, meets all these people, meets these soon-to-become world-renowned video game developers and creators and artists and writers at his school. Well, basically the last couple of episodes, he gets teleported 13 years into the future because he basically crosses a point in the timeline where he's fucked up these, I guess you'd call them like prodigies that he's that he admired, you know, in in his in the future. He fucked them up so bad by being so involved with them that they've all gone on different paths. So it shot him into the future, and it's basically like, oh yeah, you're married to one of them now, but she doesn't do any sort of art anymore. She doesn't draw. Uh, the one dude that was the best writer doesn't really do anything. He's just writes random blogs on the internet and the really good singer sings on YouTube or whatever the streaming service is there, but you know, not really passionate about it. And he's like, well, shit, my dick. I've, I've screwed up everything. Well, he's like, that's a fucking new one. Shit. My dick. (laughs) Love that. Well, he's basically like, he has this moment of like, I, I screwed up everything, but he, but then he kind of flips it around. He's like, all right, well, I'm not going to screw up this life now i'm gonna do everything i possibly can to not mess up anything here so he of course he's working at a gaming company they have struggles he helps out you know another person that he was friends with in school who he had known who's at the same company yada yada yada. all this stuff happens and basically they have a moment the two of them where he's like i i'm sorry i'm sorry and she's like would you stop apologizing stop thinking that you're not valued you're super valued who cares if you like you she's like you think that you really messed up their lives it was their decision like you're the one that pushed them you're you know an inspiration you shouldn't think of yourself like that and he's like okay and then the end of the episode it's basically him with another character that has been seen throughout and him realizing oh shit she's this one weird link to all these different realities and she's just like all right, well, we ready to try this again? And he's like, yep. And that's where the episode ends. So it's kind of like giving the feeling of like him being able to jump into different timelines. But again, no explanation about it. It's really kind of crazy, but it's pretty, I mean, it, it kind of gets you into it. You know, you, you get in pretty deep. Um, But yeah, I mean, hmm. Kobayashi, still watching that. It's like it's just a, it's yeah I'm it's, I'm a few episodes behind but I'm loving that fucking show it's so it's hard good. not to right it's so good it really is but like it's this is kind of if I could sum up the summer season it's the it's the season of thumbs up like it's just it's just kind of like thumbs up right 
Like you enjoy the, the shows. The thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> just thumbing it around. Like it's just a season of like all these shows are good. There's nothing really to complain about. You're happy with what you've got, but you're not like you're not gripping your seat watching an episode. You're not like frantically hitting refresh when the episode's supposed to drop on the streaming service, right? Like yeah. it, it's not giving you the sense of really pining for the next to see where the story goes right yep and if i could quickly i know i'm gonna sort of break our formula but if i could you, quickly yeah. i mean there's we've broken the formula <laughs> yeah, today like honestly that's... we're kind of just like this episode's just gonna be all over the place yeah. so so keep going to kind of wrap that in it it perfectly sums up my hero my hero academia oh god do tell well, because it's what we've been saying this whole time. Or are you time. saying about the thumbs? Are you saying about the thumbs is how you sum up my hero? No, I, I'm talking about the the not like really chomping at the bit for the next episode, right? Like this has basically yeah. been the season the, for My Hero Academia. It's basically been the season of very predictable. Like it's like like they they've sort of played their their hand. They've shown their hand, and it's like okay, I I guess. I know what's going to happen, but you, they're so focused on showing you how it happens that it doesn't leave any sort of mystery behind it, right? Because the the beginning of part two, because part one was just basically the, the tournament. Tournament arc. arc. So the beginning of part two is like a city explodes. You're like, oh shit, okay. Well, that's kind of Here's random. how it exploded. Right, well, and that's basically... With you know, if you were to draw it on a line like city explodes, explanation, the the whole season sort of jumps back and forth, up and down, left and right, all over the place. But it continues to go back to that line because it you know it finally like loops in all these different plots. So you have Hawks and the League of Villains. You have the Metal Liberation Army that we're introduced to. You have the side story of Deku, Bakugo, and Todoroki with. Uh, uh, endeavor and the whole family problems there and, and you know kind of diving deeper into endeavor's character um you've got the one random episode with um froppy and uraraka and uh which which Draco. i'm gonna just throw it out there might be the best episode <laughs> i mean it definitely like is a break from the rest of this season. It literally, I mean, it's, you get, you it's get the best Froppy beach episode. Like what, what more do it's, you need? It's probably the best episode because it's a one-off and it had like nothing to do with anything else that was happening. Like nothing. It kind of did, but yeah, not really. I mean, it, it had trigger involved and it was like, Oh, you know, it, some mysterious dealer was buying all this trigger who could have gone to. And then it's like, they sort of pseudo tied in the meta liberation army. They're like, it could have been distributed all over the place. But anyway, um, but so you have all these different plots going, but then this last chunk of episodes, I want to say like roughly like six, five or six episodes, I think have all been dedicated to the league of villains. And it's how the league of villains and the meta liberation army sort of collided. Yeah. And from the start of that though, you're like, well, there's not too much mystery behind this because we already knew from seeing the episode, the scenes with Hawks that this sort of weird institution or, you know, group or whatever is the Metal Liberation Army. Like, we saw a few of their characters. And then you also saw 
the League of Villains with the Metal Liberation Army. So you're like, okay, mm-hmm. so they've sort of teamed up, and then Hawks is involved for some reason. You know, it's like, oh, he's kind of undercover, playing, yeah, playing the part of like the 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 double backstabber in essence. Um, and the rest of the episodes are basically like, well, yeah, but here's how it happened. But they never made you feel like you should care about what happened. Like there was never like this. No, I agree. There was never this real feeling of like, oh man, I'd really like to know what caused this unification of the League of Villain and League of Villains and the Metal Liberation Army. Like the the only reason that they're actually, I feel like, doing this is just to give you a little bit of more background information on the main villains and why you should care about these main villains. Yeah, like, that's that's legitimately the only reason they're this kind of thing is really existent like because it's like okay how do we get them like how do we give the viewer or reader or whatever it is more information on these villains without it being super out of place well we could kind of go back and to the past and how these people met and we could just explain it you know there just clap brilliant that that's it let's do that yeah it's 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 not the worst way of doing it, but it's it certainly isn't the greatest. And I, I mean, it is what it is. But it's it, just call a spade a spade. And it's weird too, because like they sort of half-assed it, right? Because they dedicated they dedicated a lot of these last episodes to the League of Villain characters. So like Shigaraki, um, yeah. actually has had the last two episodes really to talk about his origin, you know, how his powers developed, what created the person he is today, like, you know, his involvement with All for One, right? Like that whole backstory. And, and One for All essentially. Right, and One for All too. You're right. And that's interesting. Like you had the Toga backstory too, which was very disturbing, but you know, very interesting. You finally you finally understand why she's so fucking crazy. You had twice. Makes sense. You had twice as well, and his was very interesting as well. Like, I I didn't mind that. I I don't mind that at all. I I think it's, it's very interesting to do it in a battle. I guess it's sort of to like push the the thought pro like the mentality of like they're in a do or you know do or die situation, and this is where like they really start reflecting on how they got to this point. It's like and to it's, level up, you must look at your past. Yeah, right. To it, it, to keep it in the world of my hero, it's to unlock your meta power. Yeah. This is, you sort of have to be able to figure out how, where you came from and how you've become the person you are today. Um, didn't mind that at all. What, ir- what irked me, though, the most was that they gave the Meta Liberation Army like two minutes at the beginning of an episode before like the theme song. It's like, this is the background. Like, it was formed by Destro. He was advocating for he, uh, Quirk users to be able to use their powers as they see fit to uh, be able to unlock their meta power, so to speak, and, and not be sort of restrained by society and the government and, and all that. And basically tried to start a war, lost to the army, and the police was thrown in jail, wrote a book, committed suicide, and, oh, spoiler, has a child. And he's sort of taking over everything as Redestro. Whoa, whoa, yeah. it's all right. Like, 
that's it's so Ent- weird enter enter worst worst opening in my hero <laughs> history it's, it's not good but I'll just, repeat it's... it every fucking episode if I have to. It's just a bad song. No, I'm sorry, artists. I'm sure you have other art. I'm I'm sure you have other good songs. This song, it oh blows, boy, it blows it chunks. Yeah. yeah, it just it seems so weird though that for how the story has since progressed from the tournament arc and them wanting to really hit on the meta liberation army because they've been hinting at it these past. I guess now 10 plus episodes really um, for the, for them to only dedicate like a minute and a half to two minutes of background. And then, I mean, that's what they, that's what they might do for next season is just like, here's the background on the meta liberation army. Like but, if this is the only background we're getting, then it's just going to, yes. And not to spoil it for you. Cause I know you haven't watched this last episode, but I, unfortunately nope. I think that is the case. Yeah, no, like, I knew that this episode was going to be, like, I, again, for the viewers or listeners here, I am an episode behind. Gasp. Um, I, I mean, basically, I I know, I shouldn't say I know, because it makes me sound sort of, like, pompous, but, like, it, I get not? the I get the strong feeling, <laughs> I'm a little pompous, <laughs> just a little bit, but I get the strong feeling that they're going to completely move away from the Meta Liberation backstory for, for one reason, and... And it's because they changed their name. That's all I'll share with you. Is basically the 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 group that was formed between the League of Villains and the Metal Liberation Army created a new name. So it's a new identity. Metal Liberation Villains. Close, close. It is the. Oh boy, it's some weird. Yeah, just name. just lay this lay this bullshit on it's me. It's like the new uh, psychological liberation front. I don't know. It's something weird. It's some some the something liberation front. I'm gonna look it up. Well, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. But um, I mean, yeah, we we kind of knew what we were getting into with My Hero Academia for the next couple of weeks. It's just a matter of like they're so close to caught up with the source material that it's like, okay, are you gonna pull a full metal alchemist? Are you gonna continue without the source material or? Are you going to continue, like, when there's more out? So, like, if we get the next season, is it going to be super specific focus because the source material isn't, like, there isn't that, like, there's maybe, what, a season left of source material? I, I Potentially. Don't know. I think I, this is where I miss you, Lobo. I think there's, like, a season left of source material. It's just, like, after that, are you going to pull a full, uh, an FMA or are you just going to just wait? Which, honestly, I'm fine either way. I, but like, I mean, it's, if you do mind, the waiting, yeah. if you do the waiting though, like if you do, if you do wait for the material to come out, like you have those anime only people, not necessarily like us, because again, I am catching up to it. I'm on volume ten, I think, of this source material, and there's like twenty eight out or twenty nine out, and it's just one of those things of just like, actually, I don't know. I was rambling and I completely forgot where I was going with this. Um, they're gonna continue. Oh, the know. animate no, the animate the anime only people are gonna be like, why aren't isn't there more out? Why oh. why why? Hurt hurt It's just like <laughs> anime people just fucking hold your horses. Do you want a repeat of freaking my uh, Full Metal Alchemist and then Brotherhood? Like, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind you know more My Hero Academia, but yeah, 
I mean, I think the situation is different. One, because if I'm not mistaken with Full Metal Alchemist, it was basically like they had four episodes in and they're like, where's the rest of it? And the writers were like, we don't have anything. And the No, anime... it was like about, it was about, uh, I want to say two thirds done. It was, the source material was two thirds of the way through and then they caught up and they're like, fuck, what do we do? Was like, it really well, that far? Because if you read, because I read, so I watched. It was either it was either halfway or two thirds. I want to say. I thought it was much sooner because I read. I I've could read be the, wrong. I've read the manga and I've watched both. And basically, if you watch the first four to five episodes of both, they're basically the same. And then there's a pivoting part where like one shoots off in a random direction and the other follows it perfectly which obviously is you know the former being full metal alchemist the latter being brotherhood and i because i thought it was basically like they had one or two volumes out the the anime was basically like five to six episodes in they're like all right what's next and the writers were like no i knew that they were further they were definitely further in because the whole um a little spoiler here the full like <laughs> dog like guy transforming his daughter into a dog that like shout tucker yeah I, I don't remember the names it's been a while since <laughs> i've watched it i've actually been meaning to rewatch fma brotherhood um i actually need to watch in general fma um but the the whole part with uh tucker and his daughter and all that it's pretty far along if i'm not no. mistaken no it's like okay it's like the f- well, fifth or sixth episode right well it is in the original or sorry not in the original brotherhood but in the original it's further along apparently like it it's lasted a while really? like there's build up to it yeah there's build up to it because i I post a lot of those memes, and my buddy gets fucking... <laughs> I love the memes. They're hilarious. I think they are the funniest fucking shit I, in the world. I made it and t- my buddy is like, Frank, you motherfucker, why do you keep doing this to me? And it's because I found out in Full Metal Alchemist, the original, there's a lot of build-up to this entire moment, and then it just like it just happens in Brotherhood. Like There's no build-up, nothing. Yeah. There's, so, um, I don't know. I, the- I, I really don't, but... What go for it? I was gonna say there was a TikTok trend, um, and I used. Um, to I, ask I, me, ask me if I care. Ask, ask me. Moving right along. Um, Anywho, back to your original point though, with the source material for my hero. I mean, as a, I read, and it's funny because I actually have some manga in the background. I have "Don't Toy with Me," Miss Nagatoro. Kobayashi and Komi can't communicate, which thank you, Frank, for introducing me to that because I really like this manga. It's incredible. It's Um, fucking great. As someone who watches and reads too, but is not actively reading my hero. I will say as a viewer of the show, I would much rather them wait for the source material. Do my hero vigilantes do other things. Take a break, take a year and a half break. Like it's okay to take a break. Like it's not. I mean, they've done that. They've done that before. They've no, they taken... have. I think between seasons two and three, I want to say, there's a very long break, like a very long yeah. break, and I was fine with it. Like it's, it's not. I'm not that type of person who, and I, <laughs> I don't want to, sort of sully or or make poke fun of these fans or anything like that. Um, and, and granted, I also don't know how frequently these show these episodes come out, but like. I feel like One Piece just 
pumps out episodes like year round 25 8 just churns them out and like yeah i guess you know you have the source material for it good like go for it do it but i don't want that from my anime i really don't i'd rather them wait for the source material like if if my hero had 75 volumes then yeah churn that shit out if you can you know but you know make it good still but like if you're butting up against the source material just pump the brakes like let's let's hold off it's okay it's okay to people yeah it's okay i know i know you and i you and i are good with it because you and i are in the thick of it in which we watch season to season show to show like there are people who are just like I have three shows that I watch and I yeah. want them now, and yeah. those are the people that are going to be the the vocal minority is going to be upset, which is <laughs> again, oh, it's stupid, it's so know, dumb. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'll go off and I, I won't hold back. Those are the, it's I the know. people that are that are petitioning for Hunter Hunter to come back. It's those people, right? Like oh we're basically their entire anime lives surround. Hunter Hunter, One Piece, and My Hero. And that's basically it. Don't forget Bleach. Well, hey now, I grew up with Bleach. No, I'm just Bleach saying. Bleach I'm alone. just saying. If we're gonna go, we're talking about the casuals here, and the yeah, casuals yeah. watch Hunter Hunter, Bleach, My Hero, yeah. Fairy Tale, all those things. Fairy Tale. God. Yeah, we're you not mean gonna talk about Zero. Yeah. <laughs> basically. My but, God. Yeah, but. I mean, just to kind of just we'll ch- kind of change a pace here and just get off the my hero topic because we've been on it for so fucking long. Like, it's been a busy few weeks. Like, you went to PAX. I was out of yeah. town this weekend. I like we've been just fucking busy. Which you had a fun time at PAX, is what I hear. Yeah, we PAX haven't is- really we haven't actually really talked about what you did at PAX and your experience with it. Yeah, PAX was interesting. It was my first ever PAX too. So we went to PAX West in Seattle, which was it was a ton of fun. I I, I will say to sort of hit on the experience itself. Um, again, first time, right? And I, I obviously know it's still COVID. We're still in a panorama. Um, it, it, you know, it's panorama. You mean pan- pandemic? A pandemonia. Panda, pan, a Panasonic. We don't say the actual P word. We use every other P word that sounds like it to refer to it. A parallelogram. Par- paradox. Yeah, there you go. You're getting the hang of it. Anywho, paradoxic, paradoxical raptor. Yeah, we were in a. You know, we're still in a parakeet, and um, <laughs> Frank's just laughing at the god, background. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> um, so I I still found the experience to be very enjoyable. Like obviously, being someone who has taken the pandemic—it's one time I'll actually say the word because um, it's serious—has taken the pandemic seriously and you know is wearing a mask and is following you know health guidelines and procedures. You know, just trying to be safe for myself and for others. I appreciated yeah. the 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 lengths they went to to make sure that everyone was safe. You know, they were trying to be basically as safe and clean as possible, you know, but still it's a convention. There's hundreds of thousands of people there. There's tons of vendors. You're touching, you know, you're, you're demoing games and touching things, but, you know, they're constantly cleaning and disinfecting everything around you, which is great. The, the one downside, and it basically started on day one, was like all these people saying, wow, 
this just isn't the same empty this place is empty yeah i like i couldn't tell you how many times i'm like i'm i'm happily tweeting on you know out on twitter like you know oh this is a ton of fun i'm i'm you know demoing this game you know i chatted with some some devs some playtesters you know whatever like having a blast but then like every other tweet i see about pax it's like this isn't anything like it was before this is so embarrassing i can't believe they charged this much for like it's like it's like what i'm sorry but what do you expect like not everybody's comfortable being in crowds like that anymore yeah. like still yeah. anymore or still i like, uh, both are technically correct I, I mean i heard everything from it's overpriced to there's not any good vendors to it, there's just not any events happening it's like first off i'm gonna level with you guys i'm gonna level with everyone if you're going into a convention and let's say you're going to we'll just you know we'll just make it packs because it's easy if you're going there for one thing only you're doing it wrong i'm just i'm going to be very blunt about it i have the same approach with like comic cons and stuff like that there's a there's a where i live there's a big that's, comic that's a convention that's a, that's a convention my dude well, pax is like an expo it's you know it's the same sort of vibe well, it's a convention it has the same... it's okay, a convention well, let me just let me just make, okay. make okay. my point okay. okay okay and i'll go back to pax to make you happy <laughs> if, I mean, if you're going to pax okay. and you're like i i only go for the big names and i only go there for the big names because i want to get a discount on stuff or like that's where i buy my upgrades for my computer or what have you right and you show up there and you're like there's only one vendor here what the fuck i'm out of here you're doing it wrong just it's plain and simple you're doing it wrong like you should never go to a convention or you know sorry an expo and and you should never go to a large gathering <laughs> yeah that too but like you should never go there with this mentality of like i'm going there for one sole purpose and one sole purpose only and if it doesn't happen then i'm going to be angry and pissed about it and complain that the whole thing is stupid because it's only stupid to you for me personally i went there because i love video games i love indie games too as well as specifically you know i love looking at you know small developers even large developers too that are making indie games too with small teams i love like cosplay and anime culture obviously you know i do this podcast it's not you know for reasons because i love it i also love tabletop and trading card games i i collect magic the gathering pokemon digimon um i play them all the time too and i also like just finding cool unique vendors to to peruse their products and stuff i also like listening to panels and listening to people industry leaders talk about their experiences or voice actors talk about how they were basically became the person that they are and how they got involved in the industry so pax was like like an explosion of everything at once and it was wonderful and magical so that's why i enjoyed it immensely but for yeah. those and for those people that, that are like, that was your first packs, right? Yeah, it's my first pack, so it can only get better from this point on, presumably, right? Like it, it can uh, only uh, improve. According to everybody, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, it's just, but it was just so frustrating to like go there and enjoy things and just like hear the mumblings and see the posts and, yeah. and just kind of like, like I, I tried to drown it out as much as I could, but it just kind of got to me of like it's so frustrating to hear people, and this is like a pet peeve of mine too. So it, it that sort of got 
deep into why I was like getting a bit peeved about it. But like, it was like so weird to listen to people like pay money to go to a place and just complain constantly. (laughs) Like just, and I say this with all the utmost respect, but shut the fuck up and go have fun. Like, yep. That's basically PAX West 2021. The slogan should have been shut the fuck up and go have fun because they knew. I don't they, think, I don't think <laughs> that probably there's wouldn't have so flew. much wrong. Yeah. With no. the, the PR team wouldn't have allowed that, but, but like, like the, the people putting on packs, they knew that it wasn't going to be the same as always. It's worse. You know, it's COVID is a thing. <laughs> like, like I yeah. unfortunately, and it, it hit hard recently. There was someone in my TikTok in the magic, the gathering TikTok community who I knew through TikTok, who uh, had done plenty of videos, joined in on my videos, like joined live events. Like was a very good part of the TikTok community just recently died when was vaccinated and his mother died five days before he died. It super sucked. That was really rough to see. And it sort of, again, reinforced the fact that we are still in the middle we're not at the end. Thankfully, we're not at the beginning, but we're still in the middle of a pandemic. But we're trying to get back to normalcy. Like, we're trying to make things go back to some sense of normalcy like we were before. And yeah. PAX took a huge leap. There were tons of other conventions and expos that were canceled still this year. And PAX stood strong and was like, listen, we're doing everything we can to make it as safe for all the visitors to make it safe for the vendors to make it safe for the hosting facilities too and all the workers that have to be there to come and enjoy packs and they did a fantastic job at doing that and people yeah. still found reasons to complain but for me i loved every second of it i met ray chase who voices tons of anime uh characters and video game characters if you're familiar with jujutsu kaisen and you watch it in English, he voices uh, Sukuna, who is fantastic. He's actually on my sweater back here. You can see his eyes poking out for all of you watching live. Um, mm. Love that anime as well. Uh, great great inspiration for me, and got the opportunity to chat with him. And that was just one piece of four days of being at PAX. Met yeah. tons of other game developers, met tons of product engineers for different vendors, talked with different communities about what they're doing for you know the video game industry and different you know minority groups within the video game industry too it's it's tons of fun and i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad you had fun because yeah we we do need to i mean it's it's fun when we get the opportunities to do these things and as long as you're doing it safely that's all that matters um i know for me i've been out of town i went to my first football game in a few years which Honestly, wasn't the most safest thing, but it was like <laughs> it was still fun. Uh, I say it's not the most safest thing because it was in a stadium with a hundred nine thousand people. Uh, but I mean, like, it was still a blast. Like, I had fun. I had I saw my college friends, which were all vaccinated and all that. So it is what it is. You wear masks on your way into the game, and then when I was in the game, like you're only around like six people. So it's like okay. I think I could take the, like I'm a I'm a take my chance. Like yeah. other people wear a mask if you want to. I took my chance around six people with one of them being my girlfriend who was vaccinated as well. So 
we had a lot of fun. We uh, we went to so we went up to Pennsylvania, met up with college friends, went to the game. First time at Penn State. Uh, fortunately, unfortunately, sorry, uh, Auburn lost, which I I am a graduate of Auburn University, so unfortunate. But you know, we still had fun. Uh, getting out of the fucking place was a nightmare that oh, we tailgated to get out of Happy we tailgate- Valley. Yeah, yeah, we tailgated and it took two hours to get out of the like two hours to get out of the parking lot we were in. Yeah, that's about right. That and then we were right. we were about forty five minutes away, like so it took us like a whopping three hours to get home. So yeah. that was that was great. Football. But woo. um I mean other than that, like I I've, I've been rewatching uh Neon Genesis Evangelion as well. I completely forgot about that. So usually at like when we go to like me and my girlfriend we go to bed, usually that's my time where I'll throw in some anime, like catch up on a show or two and like pass the fuck out because i'm a horrible snorer and i usually let (laughs) sam go to bed first and i will follow suit after at some point but um what a gentleman recently uh, something like that recently we have been watching a bunch of shows at night that like there's shows that we got like a second season or a third season so uh to put to an example uh making it got season three uh and lego masters got a season two and they those both just ended and so sam's like we got to watch this we want i want to watch this i want to watch this i want to watch this i was like okay 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 we'll go to bed we'll watch an episode and that turns into i'm gonna pass the fuck out right after this so i'm not gonna catch up on any anime so we've been watching a lot of uh just kind of those type of shows uh we're currently now we just actually before this recording you were like hey i need 30 minutes it's like hey i need 45 <laughs> because i i'm watching the season finale of season one of uh crime scene kitchen which these weird competition shows are Wait, fantastic i was gonna say did you say crime scene kitchen correct it is hosted by joe McHale, and it's basically people like groups of two like there's two 12 teams of two and they go into a kitchen and they have three minute minutes to examine it and basically there are clues litter littered around the kitchen in which it's like hey what was made in this kitchen so they get these clues and then after the three minutes they get x amount of hours to go into their own kitchens and reproduce what they think was made Whoa. in that in that crime scene kitchen so it's really fucking cool to watch it's really that's, fucking fun that's like it, cool. it hasn't it hasn't grabbed me as much as uh lego masters has because i have a soft place in my heart for legos i feel like everybody has a soft place in their heart for legos unless they're you know you step on one too many yeah uh, but lego masters is great uh season two just ended so and that that was fantastic we watched that and then uh, Making It, which is a little more of an obscure one, got a season three, and that just ended. But that's basically just a crafting competition show hosted by Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler, which are two of my favorite fucking actors and actresses, whatever. Um, and so we watched that. And so that's kind of cut into my like time of catching up on shows, and but like for all the good reasons, because like I'm spending time with her, and I like that to, uh, to me, that's fun. But I have been rewatching Neon Genesis Evangelion. I have like the last. I fell asleep during the second to last episode, so I have the last two episodes to watch. I'm not watching the Netflix dub. I am watching the original voice casting uh, dub via old ass DVDs that I have. Uh, but recently, it got announced that it was getting a Blu-ray, which is already on sale, and it's a shit show because. 
the stand uh, the ultimate edition which came with like just a boatload of shit which i really wanted and i missed out on uh that sold out instantly and then there's a collector's edition which i got which was expensive as shit but you know it comes with like a majority of everything minus a few like you know art things and physical things and then there's a normal edition and here's where shit gets fucking stupid first off none of the editions the ending song it's not fly me to the moon they they did not get fly me to the moon back for this and that's like to many people a make or break thing um the normal regular edition comes with a netflix dub which is that's it and then the collector's edition above comes with the netflix dub the original dub the original movies with both dubs and uh yeah like it comes with all the dubs for original and netflix and it comes with the original two movies and the original show plus a couple other little goodies but none of the additions include the uh none of the additions include the uh fly me to the moon which is really unfortunate i also just lost tyler so i or by tyler i mean magically average that's his name so I'm going to sign us off. So thank you all for joining us this week. We hope you had a good time. Come join us via our Discord. At, uh, sorry, come join our Discord via our Twitter account, at Bakako Podcast, and tell us what you're watching and why we are idiots. Uh, we will be trying to record a little bit, li- or live a little bit more often. It'll be on Mondays at 7-ish Central on my personal Twitch channel, which is at Frankfurter. Um, Tyler, you're back. Hello. Hello. I hope you had a good time. I'm signing us off. So until next time. <laughs> Spark Triumph. We'll see you then. Back up. Back up.